What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Friends More Like Family. I'm Cassidy. This is Fabian. I'm Danny. Danny. <laughs> Thanks for introducing me. <laughs> I feel like we never introduce ourselves. We should, though. We have to. We should. Yeah. 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 But we are the three hosts of Friends More Like Family, been friends forever, and we open up to you guys on this podcast about plenty of things that are way too personal and way too inappropriate. <laughs> uh, but today we have a topic that's honestly a little bit more on the serious side, I would say. Yeah. Like, we're definitely in our feels today. <laughs> mm-hmm. And not necessarily in a bad way, but we feel like we've been wanting to open up to you guys about this topic for a while. We just didn't want to be, I guess, like Debbie Downers. Yeah. We, we wanted to keep things funny and light and positive because we know that that's what you guys come to us for. But that doesn't mean we don't experience the other things, the other parts of life that can kind of just bring you down sometimes so today we're going to be talking about a magical little thing called depression every time i write out the word depression like or like when i'm feeling like if someone texts me and i want to talk to them about how i'm feeling depressed i'll be like yeah i'm just feeling depressed and i put the two little glittery emojis next to the word to make it like look and feel prettier yeah depressed yeah it's 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 weird um it's weird uh to like uh talk to people about that yeah right like to just text somebody like hey i'm feeling a little sad today or i mean using the word depression is already you know and in its uh, wow (laughs) i should have used that yellow leather more (laughs) um in itself uh it's like a it's a big step almost yeah yeah you know what i mean it's funny because i feel like since day one since before we even came up with our first episode i feel like depression has always been a topic that we were just like waiting for to to throw out there and i feel like we've we've chosen a really good time yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah yeah definitely i feel the same way like we when we initially talked about okay what things do we want to cover on this podcast depression and like dealing with depression definitely came up um and it's funny because we are three best friends and we pretty much talk to each other about everything but when we're depressed we don't really talk to each other about it that much like we'll tell each other like yeah i'm just not really in a good headspace right now but we don't like deeply (laughs) indulge with each other until it comes down i feel like recently like i have with you guys but um i don't know it's just something that in general no matter how close you are to someone it's really hard to talk about like it's hard to open up about that stuff but i think that i've realized especially on social media that the more i've like hinted or you know just gave little kind of like messages like hey guys to like my audience or people that i don't know personally like hey guys i'm kind of just you know dealing with my emotions right now or like trying to straighten out my thoughts um people respond so well to it and i feel like it's because it's so taboo to talk about on social media or like on any platform like it's it's so rare because i feel like these social media platforms are like highlights of our lives like only showing the good things and you know the productivity that you know we stick to and all that stuff but we rarely open up about depression yet it's something that everyone deals sometime with in some in some way in or some fashion. sort of capacity I feel like deals we, with. we touched on it a little bit in our last episode mm-hmm. the, the social media episode right and 
it was you know it's true like a lot of those social media show your highlights they don't show you like uh, <laughs> i don't know why i had this random thought today but i saw i was at the gym and i saw this guy working out and his friend was recording him and when his friend was recording him <laughs> like the guy you could see was like mu- like muscular he was like working out or whatever and then the friend that's recording him <laughs> was like this small skinny guy and i don't know why he was making this really weird ass face while he was recording he's like <laughs> and i was just like yo that's like what's behind the camera like, right. right that's like an instance but like that's what's behind the camera like you're showing like this is all great but in reality is something <laughs> i bet if he knew that people were looking at his face yeah, he yeah, would change yeah, it yeah he would change it because you know <laughs> people are watching and right, right. fabian touched on it um in the last episode as well about like the joe rogan thing about like somebody recording you at all times you know like imagine that aspect yeah. That's a lot of pressure, one. But two, just that, you know, you'd have to put on a, fa- a face or a front every single time. Yeah. You can't just feel. Exactly. It's a touchy subject just because, like like what we were just talking about, your your life on social media, which is a huge part of our life, if whether or not if we like it or not. Um, but it's a facade. Mm-hmm. It's a facade. And, and being vulnerable and, and talking to your parents, your friends, it's tough yeah let even alone, if it's not social media yeah let yeah. alone like a podcast we're gonna i feel like we're gonna i feel like i'm gonna get into deep things uh that not a lot of people know but i just i'm doing that i'm being vulnerable just so people that are listening know that they're not alone people go through shit and yeah. that's life that's true you know yeah, that's... I, feel, I feel like it's very important what you said about like it being taboo like it's taboo until it's not until it's made cool right exactly. a lot of things are taboo until right. you know like being open about sexualities and stuff like that that was all taboo until people started like now nah, we're making a stand yeah. so i feel like it's not just us but like a movement you know like people just being comfortable enough to talk about you know their mental health you know just checking in on people just making hey like you know we're having a good week we're having a bad week blah 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 you know because it's normal like everybody has their highs everybody has their lows mm-hmm. it's just about showing people that like yeah i have my lows too you know like you can have a low up I'm also not feeling great today as well. It's okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, especially when it's someone that you feel like you're viewing them and you only see the positive aspects of their life. You think like, oh, they never, they probably never deal with those feelings or they probably never go through this stuff. And then like when I've posted about it a few times, people are like, oh my God, like, thank you so much for talking about this. I've been feeling the exact same way, but it's been hard to put into words. Like, I don't know why I feel the way I feel. And then it becomes like a safer space. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, I can actually talk about this. And talking about it will help me, you know, help me through it. Because I feel like that's one of the tough things is like, when you're going through it, you don't know what's going to make it better. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know. You don't, For me, I don't even fully always understand why I'm feeling it. And I think that's what I struggle with most. But um, I I also want to talk about just being able to understand depression. Like, I feel like we need to talk about, like, being able to understand depression. Because there have been times where I've, I've experienced depression. I didn't fully understand why I was experiencing it. Um, but I always understood that, that kind of, I never really understood why it happened, but I always understood like the feeling. I feel like since I was very young, it's been something that if I didn't experience it myself, I, I witnessed other people around me, other adults go through it. And I, I was able to easily identify like what that was. 
Um, but I feel like as a kid and even now, it's really easy for me to like to understand emotions. I feel like emotions are like my first language, you know, like I'm really, really uh, good at understanding emotions without needing to like put the right words to it. Um, I feel like words can be limiting when it comes to describing emotion, mm, yeah. you know, it's like when you're saying like, oh, I just had this feeling. I can't explain it. You know, like it's because you can't like a feeling is not meant to be put into words all the time, but or at least that's how I feel. And I always felt like I could understand emotions better than anything else. Um, so depression wasn't something that was so foreign to me or difficult to understand that people experienced it, even if I didn't. But then, you know, I got older and I did experience it myself. <laughs> and um, not even that much older. I was like a teenager when I first felt the feeling of depression. That was your first time? Yeah. Yeah. When I was a teenager. But it was due to like a heartbreak, you know. Okay. like So that was like the ultimate like teenage like heartbreak. Depression. Depression. Like you just feel like everything is numb. Like. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've all been there. Too. Yeah. And you're just sad. You're so <laughs> fucking sad. And that's depression like triggered by, you know, an event. Yeah. But now the the depression that I experience now is more so not necessarily triggered by something specific but it's very just it subtly like creeps up on me and that's when I have to take a step back and reflect on my life and what I'm doing and I have to ask questions to figure it out because I have to ask myself questions to figure it out because if I kind of just look at the surface of things I'm just like but everything is fine like why am I sad like I have a good boyfriend I have a, a good family like you know I like my job like why am I sad and I'm just like this cloud over me so now I really have to dig deep like I have to slow down dig deep to get some answers and that can be hard for me to do um but yeah, that was kind of, I, I've always understood that feeling. It's more so of the why that's been hard for me. And the explanation of it. Yeah, and the explanation of it. Like, why is this happening? Because um, there's not really like a a surfacey reason that I can like pinpoint it. Like, yeah. you know. But what? how about you guys? Did you always know what depression was like? Was it something that you were familiar with? What was your experience with it? Let's say like growing up or something. Um, I feel like I feel like I've always been maybe sad growing up. Like there have been moments in my life that <laughs> no, I've I, always I been sad that up. came out pretty bad. Yeah, came out pretty bad. Yeah, all right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but there have been moments in my childhood where I grew up and there were like something something sad happening. I was like I was just sad. You know what sadness. I mean? Yeah. But the first initial reaction of or the f- first encounter with depression that i feel like i could remember was um it was during the summertime which is surprising because i feel like every every summer is usually like popping and you know you go out with your friends especially new york city exactly exactly but it was the summer that we came back from from europe uh me me danny and a couple friends we we took a trip to to europe we went backpacking um and i came back and I felt like I hit the pinnacle of like my my enjoyment, my life, mm. and then I was like slammed with. It came back to reality. Reality, yeah. And on that, before I left on that trip, my grandmother, who pretty much raised me growing up, um, 
she'd gotten really sick. So while I was on that trip, I was just like, is there going to be a moment where I'm going to have to fly back home and like deal with family stuff? And it was just like, I was trying to like my whole entire family was sat and I'm over here, like in Europe, just splurging and like posting videos, and pictures. And mm. my life looked like a facade. Like it looked, it wasn't real because mm-hmm. I was dealing with a lot of things. And then I got back and things hit me so much more harder. And it was just like, shit, I'm not happy. Mm. I'm not happy. And the only thing I could compare that to, I feel like, is I've had friends, raver friends, who told me that they've taken drugs, these drugs before, uh, like Molly. Mm-hmm. And usually, like, that experience is the best experience of their life. It's like euphoric. Like exactly. It's euphoric. euphoric. Yeah. And then the next day, they feel like shit. Yeah. And they yearn for, like, that feeling again. And right. it's just like. Because it was, like, such a high. Exactly. Yeah. And then the next day, it's just like. That crash. regular life is just. Why don't you explain Such a the, low. I know you know the science behind it. Why don't you explain the science behind that? MDMA is just a, a chemical that's released in your body. And then when you take um, drugs like Molly or Ecstasy, um, it's just a surplus of that MDA, MDMA, which is the, the chemical that just makes you happy. Serotonin, right? Yeah. It's, um, and then like y- your body just doesn't have enough of it for the following like week. And it's just like you're basically going through withdrawals yeah but that that that's the closest thing that i could just like explain what you went through what i went through yeah yeah no that's 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 crazy um i I feel like i'm always one of those people who like tries to maintain like a certain level of happiness because that's what i want to see in the world so even when i'm not happy like i still push that out and it makes me happy if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um growing up i felt like i never um I never got a chance to feel depressed. Like, I felt sad, but never, like, a depression where it sucks you in. Um, and mostly because, like, I grew up not having much. So anything that I did have that was taken away or something, like, my mother would just teach me, like, that's life. You know, like, oh, you, you your dog died. Like, people die. Like, that's life, you know. Like, so I kind of, like, oh, okay, like, listen, we don't have money like everybody else, so you can't go on this trip or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, all right, I mean, that's just the life I live, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't look at it as any different because I didn't know that it was like my mother was struggling because she's a single mother and that's why she couldn't put me on this or whatever. So I just right, looked right. at it like, damn, I can't go. All right, cool. Um, but the first time I've honestly felt depression or depressed, um, I have to say it was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It was like my very first time feeling anything along those lines because i always like forced it down right as a man they teach you like you cry like now right i'm older none of that shit like flows with me but as a man you know as a latino man mm-hmm. i should say that because that's my experience represent um <laughs> go, go watch in the heights uh, everywhere <laughs> HBO Max. okay um so yeah so lat- lat- as a latino man i feel like you're taught to like shove your feelings yeah down. like yo Yo, yeah, men are, you know, like, and my mother didn't so much like instill that in me, right? Because she still wanted me to be like have a sensitive side and be more in touch with my feelings. But I feel like she didn't know the full grasp of like what being a man is or like what it takes. Yeah. So like she'll be like, oh, <laughs> she's like, a woman. right, correct. <laughs> but she'd be like, you know, like she'll tell me to be more sensitive or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like, yo, you're the man in the house, so like mm. step up, do this, like fix this or blah blah blah. And I'm like. All right, got to figure this out. Like, right, right. So a lot of that was on my shoulders, I feel like. So I feel like I never had the space or the time. And then 
right when the pandemic hit, um, I feel like I had a lot of plans. Um, I had this like big plan of moving out. There was all this. I just bought a car, like all these things, and then lost my job, lost everything. Then the world shuts down. Then I can't even go outside. Yeah. Right. Now, and you were big on that. Like I feel like you. I'm outside. Like you weren't <laughs> the most comfortable like in your house yeah, just because you sure. didn't have so much personal space in your house. Correct. So you were always like you would wake up in the morning and like leave your house. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You're like I'm going. Like what are we doing? What's the move? Like you were always just outside. Yeah. Exactly. Because of like um, mainly because uh, it's me, my mother, and my grandmother. Yeah. And because it's my grandmother's house, there's no rules on like personal space. personal space because like all the cousins come over, the aunts, the uncles, like they're all talking, everything. Yeah, it's yeah, grandma's exactly. house. I gotta wait in line for my own bathroom. Like there's mm. so many things happening. I'm just like, you walk into the kitchen. Yeah, cousin like Julio some, is somebody, drinking your. <laughs> I don't know about Julio, but somebody, <laughs> somebody's cooking. Like uh, I can't cook right now, or like there's so many people in the kitchen that I just gotta eat whatever that's coming out. You know, like yeah. right, right. it's like that. So it just it becomes that thing and during the pandemic i just felt like and this is my experience with depression i feel like everybody has their own uh take on it but for me it was just like this fucking overwhelming drowning feeling mm-hmm. like, i felt like i was suffocating mm-hmm. like even though the rest of the world was shut down millions of people lost their jobs it felt like it was only happening to me and i never played oh that like God, that wow. victim like why does this happen to me? Like, why is me? Why me, God? Why me? Like, I don't ask any of those questions. I just go like, all right, let's find a solution. Like, how do you? But at that point, I was just like, yo, like, this is no solution. not not necessarily that there was no solution. It was just like, I don't. You don't have the answer. Like, Danny, you don't have the answer. And like, I was <laughs> before we started. Uh, Faye asked me a question about what something meant, and I was like, bro, I'm gonna. Just, tell you like my little secret like i have no idea what that means but i'm gonna use the context clues and i'm gonna make something up and it's gonna sound like i know exactly what i mean you know and he told me he was like yo bro that is scary because i told him i just made something up and then he was like that's scary how real it was but that's just how i've always figured it out you know like oh shit we don't know how this i'm like this is what it is bro trust this is what it is and everybody's like all right danny looks like he knows what he's talking about let's do it and then it works out you know what's crazy is that that shows so much of like control that you typically have over your life and the pandemic was the first time that you had no control no matter what answer you made up or like tried to turn it into zero control so that was the first time that you had to face not having control over a situation yeah maybe maybe that was what it was like that was the trigger that's what triggered it yeah because it was just like i felt super sad all the time and i've never felt that over a heartbreak like i felt sad i felt all these things but my dog died all these things that was like the most overwhelming like i'm drowning like what the fuck is happening in my life yeah nothing makes sense now i'm like i have these plans moving out that's getting cut in half right because now my savings is bleeding into like paying bills Mm -hmm. um so now I'm like, yo, what am I going to do? What's my next move? What do I do? Like, how do I reinvent myself? And I'm thinking all these things because I've worked a job or a career for so long. And now it's like, do I wait for this to finish or do I figure it the fuck out right now? And it was just literally that question over and over and over again in my head. I would watch something. There's no sports. There's no different outlets. I'd play a video game, and then that question would be asking me. I'd shut that shit off. I'd watch something on Netflix. It'd be the same thing over and over again. I felt like that probably like fucking five days straight. And I was like, I've never in my life had a 
a suicidal thought or like a super sad moment where I'm like, yo, actually, <laughs> I had one moment in my entire life where I was like, yo, just end it all. And it was like fifth grade or something like that. And I failed the spelling test. <laughs> the, and the way my mother looked at me, <laughs> my mom has a control, of, like a power over me. She looked at me like... <laughs> Like, I was the biggest disgrace this family had ever seen. <laughs> and I literally went to my room and I just cried. I was like, just end it. I was like, just, like, I was like talking to God. And I'm like, just take me out of my misery. Like, just oh do it. Oh, my God. And then I remember that day so vividly. I'm like, yo, you were so over a tet. Like, come on. <laughs> what are you talking about? But that was, like, legit. And then the pandemic was, like, the first time, like, mental health became real to me. Mm-hmm. Because I have friends who experience things, right? I've... I've had people in my life who have had suicidal thoughts, things of that nature, and I've never... But you never understood it for yourself. I never understood it because it's like, yo, there's so much to life. You you break up with somebody, like, there's a million more of those. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. um, you, you miss out on a job, you miss out on an opportunity, and you're like, damn, that's what I really wanted, right? Right. How about those those people who, like, uh, like their dream school gets, you know, denied or whatever, and they're like, yo, like, that's the only thing I... Like, you don't see that a lot younger in your life. But once you get to a certain age, you're like, all right, this door closed. Another one will open. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Life moved on. Yeah. And that's what you really have to realize sometimes. Yeah. And I just hope you know you're speaking to a lot of people now because I feel like um, the pandemic depression was real. And I feel like so many people went through it. Yeah. So many people that went through it but didn't speak about it. Yeah. yeah just ate it. That's what I would have done, to be honest with you. Especially, like, it was triggered for so many people, like, from their environment. Um, Like, I was having this conversation with my boyfriend, like, at the beginning of the pandemic. And um, a lot of his students come from homes that, like, are not very stable. And, you know, yeah, like broken homes or, you know, they don't live with their parents or some some of his students, you know, live in homeless shelters. Yeah. and I just like it, it put everything into a total different perspective for me. And I was like, oh, my God, like there are people there are kids that live in abusive homes and yeah. like now they have to be home all the time, you know. So it's just like there's nothing that we can specifically do about that besides like just try to be as kind as you can every single day every to every single person that you mm. encounter because yeah. you don't know what anyone is going home yeah. to you know yeah. and some people can be in the most stable environments have the greatest families but still just, like, and still feel like that you know which is i feel like human nature right yeah. and i now understand that after going through right um i feel like what you said right there resonated with me a lot because I was, I grew up very grateful, you know, like we didn't have much, but like my mother instilled, be grateful, be grateful. Like you don't know. And I didn't know how she was raised. Right. So she'd be like, you don't know how I was raised or blah, blah, blah. She comes from like seven brothers and sisters and they grew up in Colombia and it was like, you got what you got. You got hand-me-downs, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I was an only child. But at the same time, like it was a struggle because she was a single mother. Right, right. So it was just that gratefulness. So I never got to feel sad for anything that I like wanted, loved, possessed because it was like somebody has it worse. Yeah. And it's true, right? You think that like yeah. that somebody has it worse and you're always grateful, but at the same time you're still allowed to feel. Yeah. 
you know, and that's something I'm coming to grips with now. Like, just because, you know, you have it better than somebody else, right? Like, I would complain about something and be like, my mother be like, well, at least you have your two, your two legs and you can make decisions on your own. At least you can feed yourself if you wanted to. Like, you know how many people are stuck in wheelchairs? Like, she would go off and I'd be like, yo, she's right. Like, I'm super grateful, but that's not always it. Yeah. It's not always, like look how bad that person has it you should be grateful like yes you should 100 percent be grateful for the life that you live right you you woke up today you got to listen to us it's a beautiful day yes but at the same time you know feel feel those feelings you you feel if you feel guilty for having too much money feel that if you feel like sad because your friend gets to have that nice thing that you've always wanted and now they have it feel that but also be like grateful because you get to experience that even if it's not on your own you get to experience that through a friend so like you know it's just that 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 balance of like feel all your feelings whether it's the guilt the hate like we we feel all these feelings right somebody does us dirty and we feel that fucking hate or that frustration feel that shit but then come back come back to to earth and be like yeah i I don't know what that person's going through right exactly let me not put that out into the world yeah yeah for sure i think um that's really important and i'm really big on that but one of my faults when it comes to feeling my feelings is that i am really really big on (laughs) retreating like when i start uh feeling and i i battle with depression periodically so it's something that is not foreign to me at all um just, I don't know, like, I would say once a year, maybe, I deal with, like, a depression that really just sucks me in for, you know, maybe a few weeks, and I just have to, like, slow down, and, you know, like I said before, like, I have to ask myself questions and figure out, like, what is it in my life that's currently making me unhappy, and it takes a while, and I'm very slow at it, but I think the the thing that is, like, my, um like fault I guess like is the fact that I don't talk to anyone about what I'm going through like I literally don't talk to anyone about it and I also just like socially I like stop hanging out with people I stop answering people's phone calls I start sleeping a lot I like I just don't want to talk to anyone because the times that I do it's natural to, let's say, like, you reach out to a friend and you're like, hey, like, I'm feeling really depressed. I don't know why. Your first reaction is going to be like, okay, well, like, let's figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Like, like, well, and then you want to help your friend. So you're like, well, maybe you should try this and maybe you should try, maybe you should try, like, you know, uh, going on a walk every day. Or maybe you should try journaling or, or you should t- talk to your parents, like, Sometimes, or for me personally, when I'm going through that, I don't want to hear about what anyone else thinks I should do. I agree with you. And like, it makes me feel worse. Like, when I talk about it and they're like, well, you should try this or you should try that. Like, never anything bad on their part because obviously... They're trying to help. They're trying to help. Yeah, you know, it's like that's the person intention. But, But because I feel that way, now when I listen to people talk about... If they're like, if they ever, if anyone ever opens up to me about being depressed or dealing with certain issues, I always just try to be there to listen to them 
and not like tell them what to do. I I at least try to do that. It can come out because you want to like help that person. Yeah. But I find that every time I've spoken about it and someone tells me like what I should do or what I should stop doing, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I want to try that. But it just makes me feel worse because I'm like, you don't understand. Like, there's no answer right now. Like, there's no answer. Like, and then it makes me feel even more disconnected from that person because I'm like, you're just not getting me and reinforces why I don't talk about it. You know, and it's it's bad. Like, I don't think that... That's that's, not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not right for me to do. But... Um, also why I think it's really important for me to seek therapy Mm. and I really want to find a therapist. I've never taken therapy before, but I really want to go to therapy. Um, I think it's very healthy to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that will be the way that will help me talk about it. Let me, let me ask you two, two, two questions. First part is how did you feel when you spoke to me and Fabian about it? Because we didn't give you that, like, try walking, try running, try... Yeah, no, I felt good. I felt really good. I But the thing is, I in that conversation, I was... You know what's crazy? And I didn't tell you this. Is that I was also worried about, uh, in that specific conversation, I was more concerned about... I didn't want to talk about it too much because I didn't want to, like, def- defer from what you were telling me you know like you were talking to me about how you felt in this specific conversation that Fabian, and danny and i were having Mm -hmm. danny was opening up to me about how he was feeling and then i was just kind of like okay like i understand like i hear you i was like this is what i've been going through but while i'm telling you that I knew I was opening up, but I also didn't want to open up too much because I didn't want to make it seem like... It's about me. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just turning the conversation around about me because it wasn't about me, you know? So that was also in the back of my mind, Mm. although it felt good. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. It's a me thing. No, no, right. But you shouldn't... I mean, with us, at least, right? You shouldn't... Especially uh, with us. You shouldn't feel like, oh, my God, they're going to think it's about me. We have people who make it always about themselves um, in our life, but it's not that. Like, a lot of people deal with certain things. And, like, every time we have a conversation, no matter what it is, there's something in the back of my mind that's like, all right, don't do this or right especially because us three we talk about it all the time how it's in our it's in like it's natural human nature to make things you're kind of like self-centered naturally right you make but that's how we relate to people we're like oh you went through this and then it's like oh my god yeah i went through this too and then you start talking about what you went through and it's like it's sometimes you have to try to reel that back in because it's not always about you like you want to be a good listener you know yeah the second thing i wanted to say was um when you mentioned therapy, like th- I feel like therapy is very healthy for a couple of reasons, right? One, because you get to talk to somebody and they listen, right? And they can give you, I mean, maybe you'll feel like the advice that they give you is very different compared to the people around you because they know you. Your therapist doesn't know you. They, right. they only see what, whatever you give them. Right. Um, but the second thing is um, conversations with family and friends can be very ther- therapeutic. Uh, but at the same time, it can weigh very heavy on the shoulders, right? That mm-hmm. you pour it onto. 
Yes. You know, especially with friends who, like, want to make your problems their own or, like, the people that you were mentioned before that try to help you at every step of the way. Like, I felt that way when you were telling me how you felt. I wanted to be like, all right, Cass, like, let's do this. Like, whatever right. you need, I got you, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I was listening to you and I felt how frustrated you were about that aspect. Right. Right? And I would hate for you to pour all your feelings out and then somebody go, like, complete opposite of what you're actually saying because Cassidy doesn't know better for herself than me. So yeah. that's like the main thing that I get out of it because I've oh, I've been in, uh, I've had relationships with people in my life that I feel like they pour all their, all their problems onto me. And as a friend, I want to help them. So I'm immediately like, what can I do to help this person? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm at a fault, like the people you talk about, but at the same time, I feel like it weighs heavy. Mm-hmm. because they they come to you only with their problems or they come to you because you give good advice so they keep coming to you and then now all, your, all their problems starts to become your right, own yeah. and then it weighs heavy 100%. right so you don't you don't want to do that with any of your relationships you don't want to just give them all your like you want to have great times you, yeah. you can go through bad times because that's relationships that's life ups ups and downs right, right? but you should really like therapy is something that if you need you if you feel like you need that i think it's the stigma is terrible. I feel like it's very healthy because you're just having a conversation like you would uh, with your friends, but it's with a professional. Yeah. So they're going to know how to treat you just a little bit better, you know? Right. Yeah, 100%. To, to piggyback off of a couple of things you guys said. That's Fabian's favorite word in this podcast. Piggyback? piggyback. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I had a lot to say. <laughs> um, it's so true because I, I feel like I have opened up to people and their first initial reaction is like what Cassidy said, where they they want to figure it out right then and there Mm -hmm. and that's not how depression works depression isn't solved overnight like it's not gonna just oh my god let's do this and that's gonna make you feel better right that's not how it works and sometimes it pisses me off i mean it it can it can for certain people right um i just look at it in the context of like if you know what your issue is that's super hard for me right super hard for i think all three of us when we get into that funk of like depression or Mm -hmm. sadness but like i'm just thinking in the context of like a girl and like the man that she's in love with breaks her heart and then he comes back with flowers and stuff and she's like not depressed anymore, you know? <laughs> like it can be solved like that. It could. I yeah. guess, but I, I think Usually I'm Usually there's more layers. Yeah, to it. yeah, like the deeper depression. Um, And that's why I feel like sometimes I've opened up to complete strangers and sometimes I, I regretfully doing, regretfully do that because one, I don't know this person that well. I don't know what they're going through and I, I kind of hate putting on my problems like what you said mm-hmm. onto other people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they're less inclined to be like, to give me their opinion. Like, I just needed somebody to listen to that me. That makes sense, You know what actually. I mean? And truthfully, I just feel like sometimes it's just easier to talk to somebody I'm not that close with. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because I'm opening up to a complete stranger sometimes. And it's just like, right. you yeah. know, it is what it is. But you're totally right about the, the, uh. I feel like I'm gonna get a little bit of backlash for saying this, Ooh. but there, uh-huh. I feel like there have been people in my past that they're very naggy. They're very, uh, they put a lot on my shoulders, and sometimes you just have to be selfish enough to like take a step away from that and just focus on yourself because it, it's almost I don't want to say it's like a cancer, but it's something that that weighs heavy at least on me because i feel like sometimes i take people's problems and i make it my own yeah and you never want to be that person that's like constantly pouring out your own problems 
and then someone else just like it adding on piling onto them and piling onto them and piling onto them like i think that's important too you know i feel like it definitely has to be a balance like i am pretty sure that i'm imbalanced in the aspect of not being able to talk about my depression enough to the people that are close to me um but i'm always there to listen to people and i'm always there to you know to hear someone and what they're going through and try to uh navigate help them navigate through their own feelings you know like i feel like i'm really good at that and i definitely are i I kind of enjoy it to be honest like that's that's me to the bone yeah exactly and like we're just kind of like bad at we have that like imbalance you know and then it's like so we don't talk about our own stuff and here we are just taking on other people's stuff and (laughs) it's just like we're like a fucking (laughs) empty hole at the end like just a hole that just keeps getting fucking poured into yeah (laughs) dump truck this way yeah got another truck behind (laughs) up for real that's like that's how i feel a lot of the time so i i guess it's just like if you're on the opposite end where you are starting to feel like you're pouring out a lot you're pouring out a lot um and you're not really listening or receiving or helping enough maybe try to even that out and i feel like my way that i'm gonna attempt to even my kind of spectrum out is by i i really want to go to therapy um and i'm currently searching for a therapist um it's very it's like online dating yeah it pretty much is <laughs> i've never done yeah it like you can see like uh, there's tons of different websites like yeah. better help or like i can't think of all of them off the top of my head but um i'm currently searching for one and it's also such a privilege to receive therapy or to yeah, be to able be to get therapy, to therapy. yeah because right now i'm not really financially in the spot that i can like have that expense like it's very expensive to go to therapy and to get um psychological help you yeah, know i think it's part of my my the word i use here but i think it's crazy that <laughs> <laughs> that mental health isn't taken as serious right as, because yeah. if you if you realize like when it comes down to the, like this the fucking the most important thing in our body it's our heart and our brain mm-hmm. right you know and like it, it should be tr- it should be treated like a, f- a fucking heart disease right like exactly um it should be covered by it insurance. should be covered by insurance it should be because it's the truth you know like people look at us uh, a therapist like um they're not an actual doctor or mm-hmm. something like that but like Crazy. if they're helping people off the edge then they're doing more than a foot doctor or, you know, like they're quite literally saving someone's life because there have been countless, countless of people that if they had not gone to therapy, they would have probably committed suicide, you know, and that's a life loss. That's like a surgeon on a table, you know, like you failed the heart, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like these therapists are so undervalued and underrated, um, especially in this country. Um, United States of America, by the way. Um, I, unfortunately. I, was about, I was about to go like that, but it's more like... <laughs> <laughs> we, failed. we failed. Yeah, mental health. I think having these conversations, too, like, is so beneficial in that aspect. You know, like, we can talk about this more and hopefully someone will hear it and want to make a change bigger than what we're doing right here you yeah know? for sure i mean all we're doing is pushing pushing the little what's it called the little line in the sand we're just like pushing it forward right and that's all we can do um 
we'd love to be able to help you guys uh, just by you listening to us and the conversations that we have on here. But at the same time, like, if you feel like you need help, you should you should seek help and you shouldn't feel some type of stigma towards it or wow, that stigma really weird. <laughs> you shouldn't feel some type of some sort of stigma towards it because um, the truth of the matter is that if you need help in anything, you should look for somebody who's good at that. So you should find a professional that can help you with that. Don't go try to figure out the plumbing in your house. You'd find a plumber. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. the same exactly. concept. For real. Oh, pull out your own tooth. Like it's yeah, I mean, I've done that before. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, have you guys ever um, experienced anxiety or like an anxiety attack or anything like that? Um, I definitely deal with anxiety way less than I deal with depression. Depression is more my my style. <laughs> <laughs> it's my cup of tea. Yeah, it's more my. I was gonna say cup of tea. That's, yeah. <laughs> No, but I have had one anxiety attack and it came out of nowhere. Like nothing triggered it. Nothing like happened to me, but I just got an anxiety attack and I I thought I was dying. What did it feel like? Yeah, I was about to say because I've never had one. Okay, so this was literally I was I was in college. Um, I took the bus home and when I got home, I made myself a sandwich Mm, I like how she remembers that. <laughs> and I was eating the sandwich. And then I just started to feel like extremely paranoid. Like all of my senses were like heightened in the scariest way. It was like I was high, but I, w- I wasn't high. So as I'm eating the sandwich, I'm like looking at the sandwich and I start panicking. I'm panicking. I'm like thinking. <laughs> I'm My first initial thought was, why do I feel this way? I'm panicking. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. Someone must have, like, given me something on the bus and, and, and they, someone drugged me. Like, I that was, like, literally my thought process. I was like, someone drugged me. Or I'm like, no, there has to be something in my sandwich. Like, something is wrong. Like, there must have been something in this. Like, someone in the supermarket put something in the meat and now I'm fucking losing it, right? So, that was, like... But these thoughts sound so, when I'm saying, putting them into words, they sound so, like, well thought out and, like, you know, like, you had time to think them. No, it's, like, split-second thoughts. It's, like, I'm drugged. Sandwich is drugged. (laughs) Got drugged on the bus. Like, that's how my brain is working, right? So I'm just, like, super paranoid. And then I'm, like, I, like, walk through my house. I pace back and forth. And I'm just, like, oh, my God, something's wrong. And I, like, tears start coming out of my eyes. And um, I call my dad. I'm calling my dad. I'm like, oh my God, my dad, I, I, I need help. I need help. I need help. I'm thinking he's going to have to call an ambulance. This was all in the matter of like two minutes, by the <laughs> way. Probably like, 20 seconds. Probably <laughs> under, under two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as it's ringing, right? Because I knew my dad would understand because he's dealt with anxiety. Um, as it's ringing, I'm like, I'm like, please pick up, please pick up. And I just remember hearing the tone and then it like entered my mind. You're having an anxiety attack. And I was like oh shit i'm having an anxiety attack and as soon as he picked up he's like hello and i was like hey dad i was like i i I think i just had an anxiety attack like and then you know we talked about it and and he was like oh god i'm so sorry he was like what triggered it is everything okay and i was like honestly like nothing specific triggered it like maybe it was like some deep like deep like pent up emotions that i was going through at the time i don't know i don't even remember it being connected to anything i just remember it was like a moment and i've never experienced that 
again, it happened to me one time. Maybe you're allergic to the meat inside of the cheese. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe someone really didn't fucking drug me on that bus. <laughs> That's nuts. Hey, free drugs. Let <laughs> <laughs> yeah. me know what bus that was. <laughs> I feel like, uh, I mean, I haven't, I don't think I've ever had an anxiety attack. I've definitely been anxious before on things that I obviously can't control. And I just remember that, fuck, you just can't control. You can't control it. That's it. Like, let it go. Mm. Let it go. And, and the times that I've been anxious where it's just like, I didn't get into the school that I wanted to, or I did really bad on a test. And it's just like, bro, that's it. Like just you being anxious or you stressing out over this problem that you can't do, you literally can't do anything about is only doing more harm than good. And every time I just remind myself that it's just like, all right, just let it go. Fam. Yeah. Just let it go. I feel like that's a huge deal with a lot of people stressing over the little things in life that they can't control. Right. Maybe that's why I fell into depression because maybe I am a big control freak and I need things to if maybe if I'm not in control, I just know where we're going. You know, like, yeah, I know what the also being in, in control. control. <laughs> like, even if I'm letting somebody else steer the wheel, like, yeah, I, yeah, I know yeah. final destination. You know the plan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it's just it's just super weird. Uh, that concept of fucking dreading every single little thing you can't control once you let that go, it's so fucking refreshing. And, like, so, like, you know, like, that's how I became one of those go-with-the-flow kind of people because of that. Because it was just, like, I can't control that. Like, I, I slid into this girl's DMs. I hit her up. She just stopped answering me. I can't control it. Go with the flow. <laughs> you know? Just go with the flow. Yeah, Isn't it just a better life? It is. It's it a is. better lifestyle. It yeah. but it's hard to do, though. It's hard to it let is. go. You know what's funny? Now that I, I I looked at it from that concept of the DM, is that I know girls go through the same thing. Like, oh, is he going to answer? Right? Because I have you and, and our other female friends in my life. That, like, I see the, I see you guys act like that. And I'm like, yo, they be doing that shit, too. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not just it's not me. just like, us. I'd be like, it's literally the same exact motions. Like, damn, kind of don't fuck with this girl how do i answer this yeah. you know and then i see the same thing on the on the opposite side of the spectrum i'm like yeah. oh wow we are like alike <laughs> like, yo, there's not that much difference between I, you and i we grow through That's the same thing funny. yeah uh can i go a little off topic really quick of course uh, you guys mentioned i think you guys were having a conversation about being grateful and ha- like having a lot of gratitude um there was this video that I remember seeing once and he was just like, the, the person was just like, I, I don't necessarily believe in reincarnation. Like, I don't think I'm going to die and then become a squirrel. And, an ant. An ant. There you go. Or uh, <laughs> I don't think that. Right. Okay. But his theory was, uh, imagine we die and we we are born in a hut in like guatemala or africa and like you have to walk six miles every day to get your water or like get your education and it's just like damn i was ungrateful for this like damn yeah damn i didn't get pickles in my burgers are you kidding me my water was so cold because i had gum in my mouth like Honestly, that felt like you were doing like slam poetry, and I felt like you were about to say "damn" again. And I was waiting for it. I was like, "Damn!" Snaps were coming. Snaps were coming. You're gonna hear the recording. I'm pretty sure I said "damn" because I was waiting for it. But no, that's some real shit. I mean, so I really like to put stuff in perspective like that. Not so much on the way that like how your mom might Mm -hmm. do it, Mm -hmm. where it's like yeah you might not have this but you should be grateful like you know like more less of like a lecture and more of 
uh, perspective, right? Um, it's okay to be upset that you don't have as much money as you want, you know? Yeah. It's okay to feel like, damn, I, I wish I had more, you know? I wish I had more money. I wish I had more love. I wish I had more support. Like, anything that you lack in any area of your life, it's. I think it's okay to acknowledge that, to feel it. But... Sometimes you do need to put things into perspective, you know, as a mini lesson to yourself, not as a guilt trip, but as a kind of like, hey, like just a a check in. Yeah, just just a little check in. Like you actually have so much more than you think you have. Yeah. You know, it's less of like, like oh, well, this person doesn't even have dinner every night. Like you should be grateful for your dinner every night. But it's more, it should be more of like a, I'm so, even though I don't have a million dollars, I'm so thankful that I have this meal to eat right now, you know? And it just brings, it brings a different perspective. It brings a different, like, just view on things, you know? Like, you, like, you take your car for granted, you know? And it's like, wow, like. I may not have a Mercedes Benz or like the best car in the world, but I'm so glad I don't have to work, walk to work every day. Yeah, you take know? the train or the or bus. Or take the train yeah. or the bus. Like just like little things like that. It helps you just shift your perspective. And when you do that without guilt, you're able to live in more gratitude and it makes you happier and kinder. It's, 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 more, it's less about the guilt and more so just being able to shift your perspective, you know, and shift your way of looking at things like just it, it switches it into uh, a moment of gratitude, you know, like, damn, I might not have the fanciest car, but I'm so glad I don't have to thank you for me not being able to get uh, on the bus to go to work today. Or, work, real. or walk to work today, you know? Like, I'm so grateful that I can be in the comfort of my own car and have the safety of my own car. And then it shifts you into a state of just, like, a little moment of gratitude. And that gratitude, you know, sweat, like, carries out into a little bit more kindness, a little bit more love, and, like, it just change your pers- changes your perspective all throughout. Yeah, you know? it's crazy you said that because... Um, Literally yesterday, I was driving a Mercedes-Benz. Like, one of my friends needed a favor. He let me drive his car. And I'm driving the Benz like, damn, this car is nice. I wish I had this car, bro. Fuck. And then immediately kicked in like, yo, brother, you drive a, like a luxury sports car as well. Like, it might not be a Benz, but you need to chill out. Like, you know? And then... Yeah. That- like, I don't have a car. Every time I get in your car, I'm like, oh, I love these seats. I can't wait till I have a car. Yeah. So, so immediately, um, it makes me think of that. And then... Uh, the second thing you said was um, about that that gratefulness turning into like the gratitude or whatever. Um, the reason why, like, you know, I, sometimes I have to take these long drives to drop some of my friends off at home, you know, whether it be like in Brooklyn, Long Island, whatever it is. The reason why I feel like it's easier for me or like the reason why I do it, like I, it's not like a huge deal for me mm-hmm. is because I remember what it felt like to stand at a bus stop. And be like, damn, one of my friends could have came and picked me up, but I'm not going to put that on them. Or like, damn, we were all somewhere. It's like, all right, I got to take the train home now because this is where I'm at. You know, like, yeah. so I just remember those days or having to walk home because I didn't have enough for the bus or something yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, so I remember all that. And then I'm like, yo, I'm not going to make you spend $80 on an Uber. Like, yeah, I'll go here. Like, you know, like, and I don't ask for anything like no, no gas money or anything like that because of. 
<laughs> I don't ask for anything like that because of that feeling, of yeah. that gratitude that I can provide that for you. Uh, my grandma has this weird saying, this Colombian saying that goes, um, <laughs> every time, well, I'm going to say it in English first, and then I'll say it in Spanish, but every time somebody asks you for a favor, like, hey, can you do this for me? Be grateful that you're useful. Mm. That you can do that favor for that person. They right. can't, or they can't do it without you. Right, you know, right, yeah. um, damn, that's tough. That's really tough to do. But you see what I'm talking about? But them making me swallow my gratefulness, and I'm like, <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll do that favor again for the hundredth time. <laughs> yeah, um, because yeah. they be hitting me with bars like that, and I'm like, fuck, she's right. She's right. It's I'm true. Useful, and that led right. Like, yeah, it made me swallow my feelings for a long time, <laughs> but that led to that driving a lot into my work ethic. Mm. So it was like, what do you need me to do? That's not my job description. I'm going to do it, though, because now you know that I can do it. And I did that for you. Mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah. I'm dependable. And now, you know, I'm about it. Like, I can right. do whatever you need me to do. Yeah, facts. Yeah. I think just being able to shift your perspective on anything, especially Pers when it comes to depression. Is perspective really is huge. Perspective is, is everything, really. Like, everything. like, yeah. You know, you don't know what people are going through. Perspective you, is your experience. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is everything that you experience, you know? You can have the same exact situation happen to two different people, but if they have a different perspective, it feels like two completely different situations. apart. Yeah. Mm. So, um... I want to end this um, episode by talking about a little bit. I know I, I spoke about how I'm seeking therapy, but therapy is not is a unfortunately is a luxury that not everyone can afford or not everyone has access to. Um, but I wanted to talk about since I haven't received therapy yet. Uh, the things that I've done this far, because I recently experienced one of the worst depressions I've been through um, behind very closed doors because I obviously don't talk about shit. Um, but uh, the things that helped me, little things that helped me, I definitely didn't have all the answers and I still don't, but little things that helped me. I spoke about this in a YouTube video recently a little bit. Um, you want to plug your YouTube? Go ahead. We'll let you plug it. We will let you plug it. My YouTube is Cassidy Masonette. I do makeup and other fun stuff. Um, Good job. I'm sure plug. they didn't know who you were. <laughs> Um, but I basically set up, uh, I realized I was missing routine in my life and that was what was getting me a little bit kind of like started the wave of depression is I wasn't, I wasn't like sticking to anything, you know, I was kind of just being very like, what do they call that? Like gilly galley or liggy laggy? <laughs> <laughs> Lolly gagging? Lolly gagging. What is it? Lolly gagging. Lolly gagging. That sounds sexual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody trying to lolly gag? Lolly gag. <laughs> no, but that's, that's the, the gilly galley thing you just said. That's okay. what that is. <laughs> so that. Um, yeah, it was just like very without any structure or without any um, routine. And I realized that I so badly needed routine. So I created a... Uh, morning routine to start my day off on the on a right note and I'm I've been sticking to it every single day um and it's been so incredibly helpful which I completely surprised myself about I'm like yeah yeah morning routine yeah journal yeah whatever <laughs> but like it's actually been very very like just shifting for me I have a routine in the morning I wake up I meditate first thing. My meditation and prayer kind of goes 
like hand in hand. Um, that's been extremely helpful. And I've learned how to meditate through YouTube, which is free. Um, highly recommend Dr. Joe Dispenza um, um, meditations. Uh, that's been helping me so much. So I'm just sharing this because I want to give you guys solutions. I want us to be able to talk about solutions that don't cost money and that everyone can have access to. Um, so there's been my routine. There's been uh, my meditation. Uh, journaling is something that has helped me. And lastly, just asking myself questions, asking my own self questions, even if I don't have the answer to them, just asking the same questions every day that I don't have the answers to has helped. I'm not sure how or why, but it just has like asking myself questions like, what is this teaching me? I ask myself what is this depression teaching me? Well, it's taught me that I'm missing something, clearly. I'm missing something in my life because I'm not happy. Something is missing. Something is wrong. Knowing that something is wrong is huge because then you can be like, oh, shit. Oh, there's something wrong. You know, a lot of people go numb and not even realize that something is wrong. So it's like, okay, something is wrong. What's wrong? Now you do more searching and you ask more questions And that's what's been helping me, just asking myself questions every day. What am I missing? I'm missing routine. Okay, create a routine, kind of fill that space. Uh, Who do I want to be? What do I like to do? How How can I be a better friend or be a better human? Or be more compassionate or more loving or more supportive. Better girlfriend, yeah. So those are the things that has helped me. And every day I ask myself those questions and it's I'm still working through it but it definitely has been life-changing so love that so yeah um I feel like um for me it was kind of like the opposite of you uh in the sense of I well it's kind of actually the same but in the sense of what helped me get out of my funk right (laughs) my funk not fuck um was talking to people but not in the sense of like you tell me what to do here because I'm lost and confused. It was more like nobody knows you feel this way. Like everybody is always like, I'm the life of the party or I'm always happy. Yo, Danny's not making any jokes. What's he doing? Yo, Danny, yo, he must be blah, blah, blah. Yo, he missed shorty or whatever. Like all these jokes come around. And then to me in my head, it goes like, yo, they're judging you and they don't even know what's going on and it's not their fault. Right, because they're used to the same character you always play, but that's not it today. And now you're looking at them like, "Yo, why the fuck are y'all joking on me so much or what?" But it's a normal conversation or banter between friends. Um, So I decided to start telling people, and the first person I told, and it helped me a lot, was my mother, because she made me realize mid conversation that it was like. There's nothing that you can do about it. Because immediately when I told her, she's my mother. So I'm, mm-hmm. I could be fucking 50 years old. My mother is going to look at me like her baby. Mm-hmm. And I told her. And immediately she was like, what? How come you didn't tell me before? Like, what do you need? And I'm like, I'm a grown-ass man. <laughs> there's a lot of things that you can't do for me. And there's a lot of things that you still do and provide for me, right? This is not one of those things. I, there's certain things that I have to go on my own, you know? Um, and if I feel like some sort of sadness or I can't control it or I feel like I'm drowning again. I'm going to talk I'm going to talk to somebody, you know? Um 
But I told her and she was just amazed at the fact that one, I opened up to her and two, that I felt that and she couldn't tell. So she couldn't tell the fact that I was feeling like that, which makes it known that I could be feeling like this all the time and nobody would know. Yeah, yeah. Because you I can, can put up really a, a well. really good facade. I relate to that so much. Yeah. So it, for me, it was just about that. So then I came and had a conversation with you guys after my mother. And it was just like a weight off my shoulders. Like, you know, like. People I know better. it's not just contained anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like people know that I feel this way and they feel like, like this as well, you know. Yeah. And I feel like that's why we connect so much because like. We all feel similar things, whether, you know, it'll be just between us or like out in the open like this on a podcast. Yeah. And I feel like having conversations like this, which we have, uh, was it behind private doors? I don't know. What it's <laughs> behind saying. closed doors. Behind closed doors. <laughs> um, all it, the time. All the time. We have yeah. conversations like this. Uh, it was actually, if, if you guys remember correctly, it was the very first conversation we had when we were talking about putting this together. Yeah. And we opened up to each other and we told each other like how we felt and the, like the sadness and shit like that. And, you know, like sometimes misery, what is it? Misery loves company or something like that. Yeah. Because like, you know, we all felt some type of way and none of us knew. And, right. and we weren't talking about it. So that was like my final straw of like the get back there. That's when I felt like I got back the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I mm. felt that. Yeah. And it was just talking. It was just letting people know how I felt. Yeah. And I didn't need you to pull me out of the hole. I don't need you to, hey, now call me every day because you didn't do that before but now you know i'm sad it kind of just like set you so, free some people need that like attention all the time i was i felt like i was drowning and i just needed somebody to know like hey like i feel like i'm drowning it kind of just brought you back to the top <sighs> yeah yeah you know and then once i got out of that funk i was like i was back at it and then yeah over the last couple of weeks i started to feel a little bit of it again and i i felt like that sadness that drowning and I spoke to people. I spoke to two people that I, I feel like um, gave me sort of the same advice, but it was a different outlet. You know, it wasn't people that I would go to uh, immediately. And they gave me perspective. Like yeah. they gave me different perspectives. Yeah. And sometimes that's all you need, right? Not saying that they have the answers or they got me out of the funk, but they just gave me perspective. It felt better that somebody felt felt what I was feeling like they not that they felt it cuz that's not what I want but they knew what I was feeling yeah um so i feel like that was how what i did to like sl- slowly get out of the fuck but yeah i feel like if i if i would have had a therapist uh, i probably would have went to them so i i feel like if it's accessible to you you should definitely go to it and don't think so much about what people are going to think or blah blah, blah. the whole yeah. point is Right? It's for you. It's for you. It's main character syndrome. Yeah. It's focus on you. What Fabian was saying before. People don't even have to know that you're going to therapy if you don't want them to. Or if you feel like you're not around people that you're safe to yeah. do that. Yeah. Like, and and about what Fabian said before. It's really important to protect your personal space and energy. Like I'm a big believer in that. Like your energy is very important, you know, to what you give out into the world and how you feel on the inside. Yeah. So I feel like that those are the steps that help me get out of that. Yeah. How about you? Finn? Yeah, no, I, damn, I wanted this to be recorded because it, it's about the podcast. I found therapy. So switch the cameras. You want to do that? No, it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, no. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, it, it, to be honest with you, this is the happiest that I've ever been. I feel like um, I'm at a place where. I finally understand myself and I feel like my therapy was this podcast. If you listen to like maybe one through five episodes, one through five, 
my catchphrase, my thing was, I hate confrontation. And I think like Cassidy saying it, writing it or asking herself the same questions, it helped me realize that, damn. Um, I say that a lot. You, damn, I say that a lot. And it's true. Yeah, you're like, I say that a lot, but I'm also known for that. Exactly. And then I was realizing it in like every little situation that I, I was coming um, to face with. And it was just like, shit, I hate that about myself. Mm. So then I started saying how I felt. I started hitting things head on. And it was just like, it, it made me just feel so much better. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's amazing. I'm proud of you. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. I feel like, honestly, this podcast has helped a lot, too, because I get to speak my emotions out. I get this isn't in a safe space. Exactly. And it's just like and I feel like people um, like are drawn to that. Yeah. Right. Because it it brings out one authenticity and two, it it's um, it's what's it called? Relatable. Relatable. I was like, the diagram. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. What's going on? Yeah, you saw me. (laughs) She got it. She got it. But it's relatable, right? Um, Because most people, again, with mental health and everything else, most people know their flaws, right? The first step of anything is acknowledgement. You don't know that something's wrong until you acknowledge it. Awareness. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, so then you acknowledge, you assess. I'm sure, I think there's like four A's to that. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) But it's like acknowledge, assess, and then, you know, you you can solve your own issues, but you just have to acknowledge them. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking toxic as fuck. Yeah. I need to fix that. That's what I was saying before is like so many people go through life just completely numb yeah and like unaware of how they speak how they feel about themselves like if you ask someone like what do you want in life Mm -hmm. they can't even write that down what kind of relationship do you want what kind of uh friend do you want to be you know how do you want people how do you want to make people feel some people don't even they can't understand that how do you want to be perceived Yeah, yeah they can't even put that into words because they go through life so numb and that's why for me like I relate so much to what you're saying because the awareness, like just self-awareness is so important to me and like asking yourself those hard questions, you know, even if you don't like you shouldn't ask yourself these questions with a pressure to have the answers right away because you're probably not, especially if you're so used to like for you, Faye, being that guy that, you know, doesn't like confrontation, like you identified with that so much, Mm -hmm. like we've said it about you over and over you've repeated it about yourself over yeah. and over i repeated it over and over i didn't have the answers un- until i did yeah you but then I mean? it's like even if you don't have the answer of like what to do now you know that like you don't like that yeah you know mm-hmm. if you didn't before you know you you would just kind of be like yeah that's just how i am but mm-hmm. now you're like yo i don't like that about myself no. like okay I- now what <laughs> you know so I mean, it's cool i feel yeah it's really cool i feel like hearing yourself say it right because we could tell you you could even say it to yourself inside your head yeah, yeah. And now you're listening to it like you're in a car and you're like exactly uh, you know i'm not that confrontational I'm like, why the fuck do i keep saying that that's yeah. what it was <laughs> Yo, that's, that's what it so was funny. and honestly before this before all this like i hated like i knew i wasn't in a place to be in a relationship because i wasn't happy with myself i was dealing with a lot of things i was trying to figure myself out and i feel like finally i've come to the point where it's just like damn i'm ready to to maybe be in a relationship oh, okay. where in hijack plug. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is wrong. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's just like uh, I just want to be. Um, 
I feel like where 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 Danny has said it before, where it's just like you just want to share your happiness. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, damn, I'm happy. Yeah, you're ready. You're That's ready. good. So yeah. now you can be open and and challenge yourself more to face confrontation because yeah. relationships, yeah. Really, yeah. confrontations, yeah. relationships take come with confrontations. <laughs> Trust me, I they know. Sure do. Yeah. Um, uh, we. I want to end this. I want to end the episode with. Um, you know, we'd love to be the outlet for you guys to be able to reach out to and, you know, write to us and be like, hey, like, I feel I feel exactly what you're feeling, blah, blah. We'll take all of that. But at the same time, if you need um, somebody to talk to, uh, you need some sort of mental help, you need um, something to get you out of the funk, don't don't be shy to look around you. Yeah. Like there's many people around you that can help you. Right. You just never looked at it that way because you feel yourself weaker because you're reaching out to them for help or you don't want to be a bother to yeah someone. you don't want to bother somebody yeah but. like the people that are around you and that love you usually want you to be happy and want so so talk to people that you trust yeah you yeah. know yeah because um uh, one of the quotes that stick with me all the time is i'd rather i'd rather hear your story than be at your funeral you know and it's, it's like a real quote that like really rang a bell with me. So anytime I feel like a friend is in need, I want to be there to listen. So um, uh, I know that we've built here like you have as well, because I went through your last uh, uh, your last YouTube video and I saw the comments and I was like blown away a little bit by how supportive people were yeah. in like helping with mental health. You know, yeah. like, yo, I feel that way, too. And you guys don't know like what those comments mean to not only us, but, like, other people reading it, right? Like, you dropped that comment on Cassidy's page, and I read that shit, and I was like, wow. Like, it, I felt something. Yeah, you know, it's like, a ripple effect. That had nothing to do with me. Cassidy's over there talking about some bronzer or some shit like that. <laughs> and she spoke a little bit about her mental health, and people were like, yo, like, yo, like, we're with you. I feel for you. And I was like, yo, these, like, that's super one, that's super nice. And two, like... It meant a lot to a stranger. Had nothing to do with that. Yeah, because right? you feel less alone. You're like, oh my god, so many more people. Uh, yeah, are this. and and that's just the the harsh truth or hard reality or whatever that you know people really do have to do more of that. Just spread more kindness. Yeah. Drop a comment. Leave a like. Slide in the slide in our DMs and be like, guys, thank you so much for this because it means the world to us and it might help you a little bit as well. Yeah, and we're know? here for you too. Yeah, Seriously. for sure. Yeah. And I know this is running a little longer than we wanted to, but um, I feel like I have a lot to say on this on this topic. Um, some advice that I feel like I, I want to give out is, for example, my scenario, I, I hit my I hit my my issues head on. Right. I dealt with my traumas so I could focus on my future. And without you focusing on your traumas, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. I know there's a lot of people out there who likes to, who like to, um, we've spoken about this before, who like to like, for example, work extra hours just so that they don't have to focus on themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it just, it, you're just putting a temporary bandaid on it and just figure, just figure things out. Yeah. And we could help you. There, there are a lot of, I love that you plugged in, uh, the YouTube, the YouTube yoga guy, but Oh yeah. There's a lot of people who are willing to help. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, that drown that drowning thing is just that that ugly head is going to pop up back in your image one way or another, you know. Yeah. Um you can stay busy, you know, and I, I feel like 
is something I repeat on a lot of episodes as well is you can distract yourself as much as you want, but you have to feel like you have to feel all your feelings and learn how to handle your feelings. Yeah, because if not, you're just going to keep repeating the same cycles. Like the same things are going to you might numb it or quiet that feeling for a moment, for a few moments. But it's you're going to be repeating the same life, the same experiences over and over again they might just look a little different Different. each time but if you keep trying to numb them keep trying to distract yourself with either you know uh buying new things or drinking or drinking or you know working gambling any outlet any outlet yeah like like a vice like drinking or smoking Mm -hmm. weed or right right you can drown it you can silence the noise for a little bit but if you look at the 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 events in your life you'll see like they do keep repeating themselves over and over and that's a sign that you're not dealing with something you know if you're like why does this keep happening to me this keeps happening to me like like what am i doing wrong it's because you're not dealing with something so that's life telling you like i'm gonna keep coming up i'm gonna keep showing you like you could avoid me for now but i'm gonna show up in a different way like it will keep repeating itself exactly. until you, like Fabian said, face it head on. So we encourage you guys to do that. And we thank you for listening to a really vulnerable episode. Yeah. Seriously. It, it took a lot for us to, uh, one, to get to this point. Yeah. And two, it took a lot for us to uh, share that with you guys. But um, it's, important. We're he- it's important. It's important. That's what we're here for, right? Like once you were able to control all those things that you feel like are uncontrollable whether it's letting it go or figure out perspective on it and how to figure out a a better way to handle it um i feel like you can fucking rule the world you can kick some ass for real you know you just have to um find whatever your support system is you know figure it out breathe feel and um yeah thank you guys for listening yeah we love you guys love you guys peace friends more like fam friends more like Familia. <laughs>